This is where the magic happens, but especially today because we have Karen Ronkowski with us, the delightful Karen Ronkowski. You can watch this <laughs> and see us talk to her on if you're a patron, and um, she's got the cutest freaking pink headphones, and she's going to tell you all about that. But Karen, tell us all the wonderful things you do besides, of course, teach people how to read tarot. Uh, okay, so uh, May 23rd, I'm doing a comedy show, which hopefully Ryan's going to be in, and people can see that at Flappers. They can go to Flappers, buy tickets for 10 bucks. KarenRontowski.com, ParanormalKaren.com, and I teach tarot, and I do stand-up, and I do readings, and I forget what else. Paranormal you investigations. A, yep. I mean, how yeah, can we You have a podcast. You have a very popular podcast. Thank we have God. a big, I mean, like, we have such an overlap of listeners. So, yeah. Thank God. All like, duh. Thank God you guys are here to remind me. Um, I have a podcast called Paranormal Karen. Yes. All that stuff. Yes. Karen, Karen is, is also, my, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, she's yeah. my, she's my go-to number one on my list of uh, who do I call for a paranormal investigation? Not exactly. Ghostbusters. Karen. <laughs> yes, yeah. and I call Ryan, and we have to get to those. Uh, there's still a ton of parks or places in LA we have to go. Have no to doubt. Go. Man, For I sure. can't wait to go look at ghosts again. Uh, I know. Oh, Ryan and I have a retreat. This I'm like, I'm like before this starts, I'm like, don't let me forget. I've so we just put together a retreat for for mediumship skills. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna do a, a new moon ritual. There's all kinds of stuff. I even have a .com, a special .com for woo retreats. It's covenlovin.com. Um, <laughs> you can also just go to where the ma yeah where the magic happens .com. I'm like, what the hell's the name of our podcast? Um, but yeah, we it's gonna be really exciting. I'm super excited about. It. We have two other people going with us too. Um, Melissa St. Hilaire, Prairie Rose, going to have cocktails. It's going to be amazing. Uh, when is it? It's November 12th through the 15th. Great. So we get Friday the 13th together, and we get the new moon ritual with Hakate together. So Wonderful. Really cool. Yes. Wow. And I have a new project that I think I already talked about called Conjure the Cocktail. It's a YouTube channel, and we're combining witchcraft with craft cocktails. We just did a big Beltane celebration that you can is actually applicable anytime you just want to like turn up some passion so god you guys we've got so much fun turn stuff up to some passion on. yeah which we, <laughs> it's it's funny because during quarantine i've been like um uh everybody needs their passion turned up and then beltane hit and like fire like a wildfire everybody's kind of been wrecked a little bit this week so I hope the collective is hanging in there. This got a little, this was a, we, I, we just had a big shift. I'm not totally sure what it is, but oh, one of the big downloads I just got was something about family stuff. And the message was, um, if they don't, oh, I should have wrote this down. Sorry. It happened. It always happens in the bathroom. Um, if they can't honor you, don't be mad because they're probably not honoring themselves. So with your family, this is when we're all supposed to be breaking away from them. So feel free to break away. They'll be back. Abandon your family during this Abandon time. ship. It kind of is. It kind of was that. I, it wasn't. It was an A word, though. I can't remember. It'll probably come to me later as I complain about my own family. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. Well, Karen, so, you, well, Karen has been, uh, we've been buddies for a while now. I don't even know how long it's yeah. been. Yeah. Um, but there's. What's sorry, that? I want to talk about the Shungai. I'm just reminding you. She's the reason that you started wearing the Shungai earrings. And yeah, then lots sure. of listeners parked up. We were and, uh, hanging out in Phoenix, and mm -hmm. uh, Karen was holding court on Shungite. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, as one does in Phoenix, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, as as Karen was holding court in Phoenix at this crazy Airbnb mansion of probably from some drug lord. What uh, the fuck? I 
I've got to start we, going on these things with you guys. We, uh, I was like, I got to get me some shungite earrings because my ear, <laughs> my ears were pierced when I was like on spring break, my junior year in high school or something. So, uh, and the, I, I realized the holes never close. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's Is that good. healthy? Is that healthy? Because when I got them, it's been 15 throw... years and I, they just slid right in. No, that's good because then your ears healed and they weren't open. They healed over the earrings. Okay, oh, good. that's a good point. So, so yeah, Karen, wait, go on, Sharon. Well, I was but just going to say, yeah, let's, yeah, I, well, that's what I was going to say. Right like, in. let's just, uh, I just want to hear like, you know, how's this, how did this idea about Shungite and, you know, 5G and all this other kind of stuff, how did it even get on your radar? Well, I was, and it's why people, I'm not like somebody that has to wear pink or one of those weird, like, I don't have any Hello Kitty anything. I just <laughs> don't like uh, Bluetooth. And so to get headphones with a cord, these were the ones I got. My sister got them for me for Christmas, uh, which is fine because I don't really care what I look like, except when I look and all I look like is a little pink, like I think I'm a princess. Um, I think you look adorable, Nate. <laughs> I, I swear to God, if if you couldn't see me right now, I'd be looking them up to buy online. Right now. So that's so, <laughs> I so, do own Hello Kitty stuff. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so I became uh, in tune to 5G through my friend Jen, who is married to Tom, who, who Ryan notes, Tom the demonologist. And they were very worried about it up where they were. And I started doing and uh, looking into it and watching documentaries and talking and seeing people talk about the vibration of it and how the towers have to be so close. And I started getting very, very worried about it. And this is such a weird synchronicity. I was performing in Utah in Ogden and I went somehow I saw that connection of Shungite and 5G and I couldn't see couldn't figure it out I kept looking it up couldn't figure it out so I go there's this great uh, crystal store in Ogden Utah and while I'm standing out in front two people walk up and they go hey were you the comedian from the show last night which that never happens I <laughs> that was the first synchronicity and then I started talking to them about Shungite and they said well you know the story about the bees in the Shungite and I was like no I don't know the bee story so I go and get some Shungite I go to meet my friend Diet. I have no idea why all these synchronicities happen I go to meet her, she's an hour away, so we're gonna find a Starbucks here. I go to the first, that Starbucks closed. Go to the second Starbucks, uh, in the middle of a parade. Have to drag her to the third Starbucks, and when I walk in, there is another guy who was at the night, the show the night before that brought me artwork. So it was like, and she walks in and goes, my bracelet just broke, and I look and it's Shungite, and I oh, had just God. bought her a Shungite bracelet. So I know that's all a lot of nonsense, but when I oh, get no. to the <laughs> next time I Google Shungite and 5G, a little beehive comes up. So I contact this guy named Derek Condit, and he has been on my podcast, I think, three times. And he explains everything. And if you look it up, it's real science. Uh, they use Shungite. They use actually aluminum foil. Scientists use this when they want to block radiation. And um, Shungai, ex he explains, has this frequency that just takes it out. You don't need a lot. I actually am over Shungited. Um, you just need a little. It's very inexpensive. Um, the first time I wore it, I was not, a, I'm not a real like crystal person, like I can feel them and stuff. The first time I put in the earrings, I had headaches for days. And then I watched this woman and she said, with a very powerful crystal, you have to on an hour, off an hour. On, and she was absolutely right. And now I can feel crystals like when I hold them, it's an unbelievable difference. That's but crazy. 
Yeah, and he makes a shungite powder. It's in my water. It's in my dog's water. It, it um, hydrates you so much better. Um, it's just amazing how much there is to it. I have a Shungite hand, hand bomb, inexpensive. Uh, in fact, I'm going to become an advocate for this guy's store. But I have known so many people that have sent me emails that were chronically ill. And having this Shungite, this frequency, fixes the water um, into making it more uh, hydrating. People are getting well because of the Shungite water. That's crazy Damn. because I, I don't think I told you this, but, and I'm kind of now putting it together out loud, even though I kind of sensed it. Like when I first got the earrings, I was like, these earrings are never leaving these ears. Right. <laughs> and so, cause I have a problem with, I get, I like something. So then I just kind of like, I'm all in. And it and, has to be easy. Right. Yeah. I want it hooked in, not coming up. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. And now I don't have to think about them. Um, but then I had to take them out because at one point, because I'm just like, like my fucking head is all fucked up. Right. Whoa. And, uh, and I was like, are these, is it, am I, at one point I thought to myself, am I, this is how crazy I'll get. I'm like, am I allergic to Shungite? Like, <laughs> like why am I allergic to the things that are good for me? But like, I'm not allergic to the things that are bad for me. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, so I start like tunneling into that kind of like mode and, and now, but you saying hour on, hour off, ease into it. Now it really kind of, it kind of cracks me open. Like, oh shit, I did not do that at all. I just went like all in head first. And then after like a day or two, I was like, I got to take these fucking out. And then I've like, I've been a little hesitant to leave them in for long periods of time uh, ever since. And uh, this one right here, I just wanted to make it because it has magnetics. I love it. So I can just go like this, take it on, take it off. Oh, um, I need that. Yeah. Easy peasy. And easy peasy. And like mm -hmm. I said, I'm way over guided here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at first I had this and I thought it was too tight because I felt a choking. And then I was like, oh, you have to get used to it here. I'll but tell I, you. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was going to say, magnets. this guy makes it in a little piece of rubber so you can sit on it. It's all over my bed. This is <gasps> nail polish, clear nail polish with shungite powder in it damn yeah so you even if you have earbuds you just paint a little bit on <gasps> there and you're set it, like it's not a big he keep this guy you'll talk to derek and here's the other thing that i sell that you guys should get is for 15 dollars, people can buy a paranormal karen here i'll show you sticker for their phone that has shungite in it and he will print them for you with your logo on them holy so crap so oh people, my god can buy these and it has, and you don't even have to stick it on your phone. Just put it between your phone and your thing. And there's all kinds of stuff. I feel funny. I'm almost doing Derek's pitch, but you'll have him on. He's you're amazing. a helper. Karen, <laughs> you're such a helper. I was on the phone with you just like to talk basic stuff. And I came away with all these links to things. And you know, now I'm doing my psychic development course, yes, you did your yes. tarot course, and you shared your tarot course with me and it's perfect and beautiful. Anybody who wants to get good at it, the, um, not to like totally promote it, but I guess maybe whatever, <laughs> the, the PDFs, like the breakdown of what the cards represent and just like the the super easy you just you i i've never seen a tarot course before and you did such a lovely job but also Thanks. like you're just such a member of the sisterhood you and we've only hung out maybe like two times and we had a lot going on both times but then i got on the phone with you and you know you're one of i always feel like um you and i are almost like sister 
paranormal wives to Ryan in this weird way. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like he goes off, he'll like go Ryan's off and like, paranormal no. investigate. <laughs> well, he and I do a podcast. Yeah. But like to talk to you, it felt like perfect. It made total sense. You know, it was just, it, you were so helpful. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, I was going to say, um, for starters, we're totally going to do those stickers. That's brilliant. And I'll figure yeah. out how to sell them or and, whatever. And, we, yeah. We owe people stickers anyway in our in our Patreon, so maybe the, those can be your stickers, you guys, patrons. Um, I'll figure out I'll figure out the cost. I'm terrible at that, but I'll do it. Um, I'll do math for these stickers. Um, but what I I was gonna say with the with the shungite on the ears and around around your neck and everything, when I lived in New York City, um, I lived there longest longer than anywhere, and I was there for 9/11. And then the city did this amazing thing where they gave us all free therapy, acupuncture, Reiki. It was phenomenal for 10 years we had this wow. so yeah I was so so lucky it changed my life and um you'd go in and you'd be with like lots of people who worked at the trade center first responders and everything um but we would get the Reiki guy Michael was I, I'm still also reeling from Tom the demon demonologist like <laughs> <laughs> best sentence so far um but this guy Michael he was the healer and he put um little tiny magnets just these tiny little beads of magnets on the back of each of my ears and they were um it was like a medical tape like a band-aid almost and I had to take them off after a week or I would get crazy headaches from the magnetic current going through my skull but these were some of the best weeks of my life I mean it was such what? and I I don't I've never actually researched it I'm just saying from personal experience that it was phenomenal and I wonder with the shungite if you had cuz your earlobes are not going to, the currency won't go through your brain if there is any kind of currency. But if you could put, if you could tape them at the back of your ears at the top where I was doing this, I wonder, I'm like, this is an wow. experiment. <laughs> we should all do it. Well, it's weird because this is now the third time this week that I heard someone talking about magnets. And the one time was a lady that was in a magnetic, um, she can't afford it, but she has chronic pain from Lyme disease. And she went to somebody that does this for a living that heals with magnets. And she said it was the first time she felt normal in years. My friend is getting uh, it approved, uh, hopefully for her son's autistic son's health insurance to restructure his brain with magnets to get rid of depression. And now wow. you, and I, it's so weird because a podcast I'm writing right now for mine is about a guy called William Reich. I think it is, or Wilhelm Reich, mm -hmm. that literally made an or, organite. It's or you know the, the I'm trying organite. to organite, organite, which I have some of that too. That and black tourmaline also do help with the five G. I'm just so into the shungite, um, and he made an organite box, and it was curing people of their cancer, and it had a whole system, and they'd sit in it for 15 minutes. This was in 1920, I think. Yeah, I was going to say, he's from back in the day. Yes, and the FDA got rid of him, burnt his books. <gasps> like, and I was, I want to see, like, what was that about? Because I think, I wonder if you could build that now. Oh, my God. Like, this is blowing my mind. Yeah, it's like yeah. 5G. Yeah, there's profit. There's profit in illness, and it's, it's. Yeah, and I think Wilhelm Reich is one of the, he's like one of those people that always comes up when it comes when the discussion about squashing, you know, alternative medicine, tech, new tech, uh, groundbreaking technology that would really uh, devastate the healthcare for profit industry. 
or the, you know, or like, you know, you hear about like the water-based cars and that guy just fucking disappearing. Right. Uh, Because that would take, that would get, that would destroy like the automotive industry and things like that. So um, it is, it, it is an interesting mystery surrounding like a lot of these, a lot of these inventors and these scientists who are out on the fringe. Um, you know, I don't know if we'll ever know the truth on some of these, but that is interesting. And I'm gonna have to dig deeper into Wilhelm. Uh, but, uh, I mean, during this quarantine, I got, I mean, I got some time on my hands. Maybe I'll try to build this box. Uh, uh you know, <laughs> he, some, of, some of the stuff he did was online. Did you guys hear the guy from, uh, San Francisco? He's a holistic doctor that was talking about 5g and coronavirus. It was a tape. It was 10 minutes long. I did a bonus episode and I put that audio on with Derek and uh, they've now taken it down off of YouTube because it got so many views and what he was talking about, I differ from him just a hair. He's like a doctor and I'm like a comedian and I'm like, yeah, this is my data. Uh, <laughs> goes with yours. Uh, and he, but he was saying how he thought the virus was caused by 5G, just like when electricity came in 1912, there was another pandemic. I think 5G is not allowing our cells any time to heal because 4G was kind of like, dude, 5G is like, and it's a very different type of radio wave it's like a flat one that like hits like this and he was saying he thought it was um uh he thought the cause of the virus was 5g and he was saying how the first city completely covered with 5g was wuhan that's the very first city complete 5g coverage now um up in mill valley where they're rich they blocked it so they can't, there's no 5G. Verizon and AT&T can't build their towers there or do it. Um, but his, that tape that he put up was really interesting and uh, YouTube took it down. Everybody took it down. Is there any link to the audio anywhere anymore? Uh, it's on it my thing. You could just get, uh, take my podcast and chop it up and take it. It's the one, wow. it's a bonus well, episode with Derek Condit. Is it, is it like just, um, like it's not in your Patreon and anybody can access it? Mm-hmm. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Well, we should, we should link to that for sure. Um, I was going to ask you, what are you do? What do you do for a cell phone? Like, how do you feel? Do you, is, is it just, do you just have like the regular kind of cell phone that everybody has? Like, are there any precautions we can take other than a Shungite sticker? Um, the sticker actually can do the job, but also because stay on speakerphone as much as you can. Also, when I sit and read tarot, because I'm there for a long period of time, after the break, I'll show you. I I know he always says size doesn't matter, but uh, it's a chunk this big of shungite that I put my phone in a stand and the shungite sits right there. It's always up against it. Plus, you know, just a couple of stones are on my Wi-Fi. They're in all corners of my house. Um, I think that's the best... uh, other than that, I don't know, because I know uh, that's the best I know of, unless that you can't even get flip phones anymore. So yeah. I keep, you know, keep the phone off at night. Uh, iPads a little better, but not a lot. So that's my, you know, I don't know. There's a certain point where you, if you're going to cut off, you've just got to go in the woods and cut off. And even then you might not know how close a 5G tower is. It's kind of weird. Damn, this is so crazy. It's it's funny. I was excited about having you on because I have so many questions about this whole thing. And can you tell people what it's doing to the bees? 
Oh yes. And, and, and like I said, you should talk to Derek too. So the, the yeah. big thing, the bees were dying because the colonies were collapsing. So um, Derek took the shungite and ground it into a fine powder and put it right on the opening of the beehives. Cause what would happen is the beehive, the bees would fly. He's a beekeeper. The bees would fly away seven miles. We have screwed up the earth as EMF so much. They couldn't navigate home. They would get lost and die out in the cold. So he puts this little powder right at their doorway. They step in it. They get a little on their tiny bee feet. Oh, so cute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and oh, they could, my God. They yes. could then navigate their way home. So he has, he has had no more uh, collapsing of the colonies. Wow. And, so yeah. he was a beekeeper, and that's how he started to notice all this? Holy crap. You better put aside five hours to talk to him because he's amazing. Yes. Well, okay. For starters, I've wanted to keep bees forever. Not to like eat their food or honey. I don't, do bees actually eat honey? It is their food, right? I think they, I don't know if they eat it. They might poop it. Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Don't they eat pollen? Yeah, they eat pollen. Maybe it is their poop. Though, again, we should have an expert on it. I mean, this (laughs) is- Derek will know. (laughs) Derek will know. I love bees. I'm so obsessed with bees. And I'm like, wait, I could, that's like a, like a thousand pets. If you keep bees, you know, like then I'm not so a you're cat interested hoarder in, anymore. You're interested in quantity. Yes. It's never been about, it's never been about the specific pets. No, it's been about like, no. I want to have the most pets of anyone. Or how, a little or anyone. how can I have, how can I have <laughs> the most pets goat. possible? Love little goats farm. or little pigs. I need a big yard yes, for all my animals. I know. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. When I come back to LA, I'm like, I, I have to have a yard. I'm not living without a yard anymore. We all got to move to trailers in Chatsworth. There's a lot of land there. And I think we could do well. Really? I just sold my trailer. But now that I'm stuck in Florida, um, well, crazy enough, my mom, I came out here to take care of her. She just had, she's, she's doing really well, but she had um, breast cancer surgery. Now she's about to start a radiation. And I've been trying to find like healthy ways to restore her, you know, because this is about to get heavier. Um, shungite. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to do this house up. <laughs> and especially the water. Get, him the, get the yes. water. Yes. I'm buying shungite. I'm buying pink headphones. I'm looking at beekeeping. <laughs> like I got a whole list. Don't you think? <laughs> I just want to say one thing uh, because Derek's site is mysticalwares.net or cosmicreality.net. And the reason I want to say that is because people that listened, some of them didn't go to him. And like one woman was like, why does this turn my water brown? And he, and we were like, that's not shungite. So get it from him he's been to russia where they get it he is the he is the master guy i trust bee people they sound like good people yeah i'm in i'm on board (laughs) (laughs) um i uh i feel like there's so much we could talk about i kind of because i don't even know i know you guys did like the waffle house investigation you two both do paranormal stuff together and um you know when the the world stops ending we're all gonna do more of that in general i'm sure but like are you, I don't even know, have you guys talked about anything coming up? Like any places you want to investigate? Well, there's, um, uh, Karen had a connect who's great at like event organizing, at least here mm-hmm. in Southern California, uh, Christiane. And so we recently, before all this happened, before like everything got shut down, we, uh, she had talked to, Karen had talked to Christiane and we were uh, kind of getting geared up to think about doing more stuff. But obviously, that's all been put on hold because there's a ton of places. And we had a great turnout. We uh, on the first one that we did together, I think it was it was sold out. We had 20 people, which might wow. be pushing the limits of how many people you want. Yeah, uh, I set because, the cap. 
Yeah, I set our cap at 13 for New Orleans because it's going to be intimate. And I feel like that's already a lot. And we're doing lots of weird. And even then, you'd have to split up into two groups, even with 13, to have any kind of real, uh, to make sure everybody feels like they're getting, you know, the real experience. And um, because, you know, it's, I mean, as you know, because we've done the seances and it's, you have too many people there. It can become a little chaotic at times. Somebody really like forcefully. I mean, they're still fun. I mean, they're supposed to be fun and have a good time. I think that's what Karen is. uh, That's why Karen and I connected on like paranormal stuff uh, when it came to being out in the field together. Like Karen, tell us about um, like using like, or like the frame of mind you're using with most of this stuff. I mean, cause I mean, it can get into like, okay, here's protection, protection, you know, this shit is serious. Like if we're talking about Shungite and 5g, but um, it all launches from a place of uh you know love and hey you know trying to keep it light i mean the first paranormal comedy show i ever did uh was you had uh your show where we had you did card readings it's the first time i've ever seen someone incorporating uh like tarot into a comedy show uh was your show that we did at flappers yeah, that's actually my dream. And um, Nicole Blaine is a comedian and also a producer. And she, because that's the dream, is the podcast, do that out on the road. So she has been putting me in places where I can do that. And in fact, I may be having a bonus episode came up, which is there was sort of two ways that I did it, which number one, I used to do it with my friend Lamont, and he would go through the crowd and, and take questions. And if someone was like, am I going to get the job? Wow. Well, I would shuffle the cards he would say so are you married so he could put in jokes that weren't giving away what I was reading and it was excellent it was really great and sometimes he couldn't make it so sometimes I would do it with comics where a comic would do a set and then I would sit down and do a reading for the comic which is fun and Valentine's Day we did a show um and Nicole produced it and I got to sit and read for people for a half an hour they just did ask questions and raise their hand and it was, it was like, it all came together. And I was like, that, that's just what I want right there. That's all I want right there. Half hour, as people come to the show, half hour is somewhat of stand up, then read for them and make it funny. That's all I want to do. Wow. That's such a great, that, I never even thought about doing tarot like that. Oh, it's but spontaneous. It, you have to think on your feet. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. You got to think two ways. You got to have your funny on and you got to have your tarot on. Yes, I love this. This is such a good idea. Karen, you're a Leo, which uh wait, I have to say, Ryan, you should we should do it as a show and then you can ask the questions. Oh, that's oh, a great idea. Would I would love to do that with you, but I don't know if I can follow you because you're so funny. I don't know if we He's, can swear. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. We so can fucking funny. swear. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He is so funny. Look at him. Take that compliment you yeah compliment, yeah Ryan. he's so funny and i heard about him forever and sometimes i'll do a podcast and there was one guest and i thought the guest didn't really connect with me it didn't like me and then i was like oh i bet he loved ryan i bet ryan was his favorite talk show host <laughs> so i was like <laughs> ryan is so good <laughs> you know ryan was supposed to be a leo he was supposed to be born a leo oh, well, yeah, yeah but i i just felt too answer. much i felt too much so i came out early he did. He's like, I want to be a raw nerve instead. But he's got a fire moon. He's got a Sag moon. And I got oh, a lion that. power animal. So, yeah. you know, it's, you know, so it's you, still maybe, there. Yeah, you oh, brought wow. some Leo in with you. Yeah. yeah. And my moon is Leo. And it's funny. I actually was reading somebody the other day and she 
she's a Sagittarius, which is my son. And um, she said, not my child, my son. I don't have a son. I have, I have a couple cats who are That you know son. of. But right. S-E-N. <laughs> <laughs> that I know. So um, she was like, yeah, I've never connected with Leo women. I can't stand Leo women. And I was like, yeah. And Karen, you popped into my head. And I was like, they're not all bad. And also I'm defensive because <laughs> my moon is Leo. <laughs> It's, you know, people will get offended by their astrological sign, which I always find that interesting because I, yeah. I did a little web series called Paranormal Karen and I would go through the signs and I'd name like the serial killers that had that sign and obviously just their bad qualities. People would get very, very upset. I know. We do that a lot on here. We had a whole Watergate situation when I trashed <gasps> cancers one time. But on, I'm sorry. On, yeah, yeah. There was, They're it horrible was, murderers. I think it, I think it was... I. I think it was mostly in jest. Oh my but God. It was in jest. Yeah. Because Sagittarius, uh, they're way more of my people who murder. I mean, Ted Bundy's like the worst one. Um, but I did just find out a new cancer serial killer. I'm glad we've hit this who? nail. Um, Steve Avery from Making a Murderer. Wait, he, that's not confirmed that he's a serial killer. Oh. Oh, come on. Let me he tell you why I'm going to defend Steve Avery. Let me tell you why I'm going to defend Steve Avery. Mrs talking about how hot Jeffrey Dahmer is all the time. Let me tell he's you. He's a cannibal murderer, but he's a very <laughs> sexy. He could have killed me if he were interested in women. Let's just put it that way. Da- uh, 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 Dahmer? You think Dahmer's yeah. attractive? Yeah, she, yeah. she, she, Real she thinks bad. Dahmer's attractive. I got to think for Gemini's too, though. So I'm like double but whammied on the hot. Let me tell you why I'm going to defend Steve Avery here. Because first of oh all, we don't God. know all the facts. We don't know all the facts. Read um, the police report about the cat. And second of all, he and I share the same birthday oh well now uh, it is confirmed you maniac. we share the same day um so i'm gonna do his chart i'm gonna send you some screenshots later so i'm gonna Brian defend Singer. uh my my fellow july 9th that's steve avery free steve avery hashtag <laughs> no 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 this is he ryan is not representing the podcast <laughs> but i have a problem with taurus men oh there see, is a- because i'm leah or no I'm not, I'm not i'm not but i'm sag like and taurus i'm a taurus rising Okay. So what's, I, what's about Taurus men? What's going on so with Taurus I men? I thought Taurus were unbelievably loyal, but there is a web page and you can look it up called Infamous Taurus. And it's like Hitler, Saddam Hussein, uh, Lenin, all the people that want to take over the world. It's an earth yep. sign. They want to take over the earth. They're very, very controlling. They're very successful. Of, yeah. Yes. They're, terrible so world the, leaders. I, I watched comedians in cars getting coffee. Pretty much all of them have Taurus placements. And they're obviously not murderers, um, but they're very successful. And comedy is a hard business. They're, some of them have been called cutthroat, you know, behind closed doors, you know? Um, Oh, the last guy I was with romantically, not just like thinking about dating because that's all I do now. I I don't think about dating. I just can only consider dating and I'm not actually doing it anymore for a while. But um, especially with quarantine, right, everybody? (laughs) Um, So the guy I was with was a Taurus and I found out he was with everybody. One of my best friends, she and I are actually getting a house together when I come back to L.A., uh, yeah, he was just like stripping everybody and his, his sheets were filthy. Wait, wait, why are you moving in with the girl that slept with your boyfriend? Oh, she didn't know about me. I didn't know about her, but we were okay. casual friends and now we're super good friends. And that's how you make lemonade, Beyonce's. That's that was, okay. It. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. She's amazing. And she's a Sagittarius, but yeah, our sisterhood is very strong. What was so great about this guy? You know, sometimes I'll be reading tarot cards for people and women will be obsessed with this guy and they'll say, do you want me to send you a picture? And I say, yes, just 
not because I need yeah. it, but because I'm like, what is the big fucking deal about this? <laughs> <laughs> there really wasn't, which is why when we broke up and he tried to get back together with me, I was like, I'm good. But he's a very successful comedy person and this podcast was his idea. So I got that out of it. Oh, well, and yeah, some that's very actually, nice that, yeah, dinners. That's the truth. And also yeah. it's, sometimes it's the chemicals, you know, like the chemicals of just being around someone for whatever reason, they just He's, mix in a way yes. that's just like that's ah, what I'm hoping for. Ah. So I'll he, get was, he was ah. <laughs> yeah. I he was yeah. I haven't had seemed, a lot of chemicals. <laughs> he seemed like one of those safe guys. And what was really funny is when I told everybody, like, no, he's a player. Everyone was like him. So it was. I was very. I was. Well, I, I think there's something about that. Mm-hmm. The underdog or the guy you don't see coming that has that yes. inner confidence. That's. But yeah, that underlying, yep. I like that underlying aggression, anger. That's what I go right for. The Ooh, <laughs> I like um, a cold calculating genius. Oh my God, Dahmer. Look, there he is again. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, um, let's take a quick break here in a second. But uh, when we come back, I want to see if we can explore, like because of all the different things that Karen that you're doing like the tarot, the comedy, the paranormal investigations, not to mention you're a Reiki healer, uh, a Reiki master. Um, I want to talk about like where that kind of, uh, you know, the, the meeting of all of these different paranormal, spiritual, mystical, even conspiracy, all these roads kind of have collided into each other in the last uh, few years, especially like in a major way. Um, And since you've been, interested and in these like spiritual and healing and paranormal worlds for a long time i want to talk about if we can like how you see all that coming together right now and what it means for like the community and especially like how it all kind of falls under the umbrella of this like supernatural now and magic is a big part of that as well so um because you know so many witches do tarot and are you know and things like that it's like it's part of the it just seems like part of the thing, you know? So uh, let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to get into uh, get into some of that if we can. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> let's take a quick break. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Try to do a sexy voice. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to talk to Karen about uh, the big picture. Right? Big picture. And also, I just, uh, when I do my tarot readings, I have I had a little table built. So I sit back and I put the table here. And then this is what, literally my phone set up. It's foil to block the radiation. And then this big piece of shungite, which, <gasps> like I said, it, I don't remember what I paid for this, but it was supposed to go on the phone. But I was like, that's a little much. But Derek says you don't need that much. So the phone lays on top of this. And I be- I believe I'm pretty covered. There. Wow, oh, okay. this is That's so cool. great. Yeah. I've been doing tarot readings with my AirPods in and now they're dying, so I won't replace them. And uh, there's a man. great uh website called Safe and Sound where I get my earphones from that block the radiation. Whoa! We yeah. Karen, will you when we're done, I will I will remind you of this later. Would you just give us a dump of links that we can share to our Facebook? Sure, sure. And and you can just get this if you really are stuck on your this is just clear nail polish and shungite powder. Man, this is amazing, which I guess you could even make, right? I made that's it. Like that's how I made oh. it. He he puts it in paint, but I was just like nail polish, I got it. 
I took selenite and ground it up and mixed it in paint so that my whole oh. wall would be, yeah, but now I got a mixed shungite in there too. <laughs> well, be careful too. There is, there actually is radiation blocking paint that you can buy. It's very, very expensive, but then you won't have any Wi-Fi in your house at all. Whoa. Like you can, you can block out everything, but I, I actually am still in the process of making a, a funny video because literally the tinfoil hat people had it right. Like, yeah. tins, like, yes, it really uh, works. Did you? Have you watched Better Call Saul? Uh, yes, yes. Michael McKeon, his brother in that. His brother's right? right? Yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> he was very smart. You know, I thought they thought he has to be right about some of this. So, yeah, I'm all about it. I will cover everything in tinfoil. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. we're all basically going insane right now. We may as well do the healthy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, well, I, I mean, we're like the people in the 60s that wanted to grow their own food and stuff. And now look what's happened to the food. You know, our food is crap. Yes. That brings us to a great point that um, I love. So Karen, you and I have lots of fun things in common, probably because the Leo thing and just whatnot, you know, uh, light workers, all that stuff. But I loved, I didn't even know this till I went to your website. Um, you're vegan. And um, I also, I want to talk about fluoride because that's a big one for me too. And I have to revisit it because I have not yet totally crossed over. Mm. Um, but yeah, the thing with the food right now, I saw this crazy image. It was the two top stories on Facebook. And the one was, look how terrible, how terribly they're treating their dead in Brooklyn. And there were bodies, there were human bodies just on a floor. But then it was the, the, the story above that was a meat locker of just like, corpses of pigs hanging there. And it was like, everyone handling meat, it has coronavirus. And the two stories side by side, you know, as people who sympathize, we're very sensitive. That's the thing like, and I, I, I was on Our Hen House, this really great vegan podcast. And the point I made was like, yes, people get bent out of shape when uh, the animal sympathizers, animal rights activists are saying these things. We're usually empaths. We usually can't help. We ha we can't turn it off. Other people are able to turn it off, and there's almost a blessing in that. You know, I, I envy it so much. My cat attacked a lizard yesterday. You guys, I was devastated. I broke down in front of my mom and she's like, you're just having a bad day, blah, blah. I was like, I would lose my mind worse than this if I could, right? I'm keeping it together. Which but cat it, it was, was it? Awful. Boots, that motherfucker. <laughs> we officially broke up after it happened. And then he knew that I was traumatized and he, and he's a big rag doll. He put his arms around me and like kissed. He was standing up like a dog licking my face. So uh, I had to forgive him. We have to, we're quarantined together. It'd be super awkward. But um, I was devastated. And my mom, she and my brother were talking about today. They weren't making fun of me, but I was like, you guys don't understand. It's, it's a heightened sensitivity that nobody asks for. But at the same time, what I usually say when I give readings, I ask people to try to refrain from animal products for at least 24 hours before the reading because that's a great idea. Them. Yeah. Uh -huh. I ask them to refrain and I know, and I tell them just do your best, um, animal products, caffeine, liquor, and obviously heavy drugs. I did read somebody who was high one day, like she'd smoked a ton of pot and, um, she didn't know I knew, but I was like, okay, this is, this is fun for you, but I'm not, it's just, you're going to like blow your reading, you know? Yeah. Um, but with the animal thing, when people come in for readings, I want them to be, you know, a big lit up conductor of all their stuff. And I am going to channel their stuff and I don't want to feel 
a bunch of pork products in their body either. You know what I mean? Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I would love to talk to you about like your sensitivity to animal animal welfare and whatnot and how it, how it does make you a better reader and a more intuitive person. Well, you know, it's funny because when I started tarot and this is what I tell people when they take the class, I mean, I had had psychic events and stuff, but I didn't, I don't feel like I was like you, like, and some people knew when they were kids or they came from a big family. My thinking was I had the best teacher and she said, you should get a deck. And I watched and she explained what she was looking at. And I was like, you know what, this is a big puzzle. And if I could learn all the pieces, I bet I can put it all together. So I literally came from it from like an intellectual point of view, not realizing it was amping up my intuition. So even in my class, I tell people you can learn on the cards or off. And on the cards is like, if I'm not in the place and someone calls me emergency reading, I can hit the cards and go on the cards. You know, when someone calls me for a reading, it's a mixture of both. So I don't know that I'm as sensitive as most people. I do believe all of a sudden it's being downloaded and it's happening now more than I, than I even knew. But I feel like, um, I, it's almost the Leo in me that, uh, I went to a yoga retreat and they made us all sit in a room and watch that movie Earthlings which I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like three hours of how we torture the animals from meat places to um, the chickens, to circus, to fur. And they made us watch all of it. And then they were like, so you can't undo consciousness. What are you going to do? And then I was done. Okay. And I, and I will call myself an animal rights vegan because I have a neighbor from Australia that has her own chickens that are in the yard having a blast. I will buy her eggs. And I will use her eggs. Okay. Um, But uh, I, ever since then, and I don't know if it was, I trained myself, but I, you know, like when I see meat, I see those animals being treated horribly. And I was never this, like, like if someone came over my house with a sandwich, I was like, it's fine. It, you know, whatever. But now I'm getting to where it really kind of makes me sick to look at it. And I just switched my dog to vegan food. And he is yes. doing great. He's doing, because yeah. I was kind of like, well, I don't know. But you know, the thing is, not to make this all about vegan, but people think dogs eat meat. They do not. Wolves, when they kill something, they eat the contents of the stomach first, which is usually grass or stuff like that. They definitely don't eat the muscle that we give them. And he's 18 or 16. So I don't want to, I'm kind of torn on the meat with him, but I can't stand handling it or having it around. Um, when I quit eating meat, I walked into my tarot teacher and she knew immediately. And she was like, you stopped eating meat. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, you have no idea how clear your, your energy is. And then she said, she called it dead flesh. You're not eating dead flesh. And I always uh, hear that in my head now. So it's not really a question. In fact, I've done a couple of ayahuasca things at my house. And the one girl that ate pork that didn't listen and was like, I had a hot dog, threw up all afternoon. Everybody else was okay. That girl was like sick as anything. So I think she had that that vibration in her. But that's, you know, that's my vegan. I, I also think this. I don't think that we can change the country yet, but this is my pet peeve where I will get really shitty. There is no reason to test makeup on animals. Thank you. God, I love you.
Yes. We, we can start there. you say. Yes. I am here <laughs> for all of your words put together. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Just check it, folks. Cover Girl is great. L'Oreal is down. Neutrogena yep. is shit. You check it over and over. You know, I get, when I get really mad, I tweet at Julianne Moore, who's like, I'm the L'Oreal girl. And I'm like, how can you be so, like, just ask, do you test yeah. on animals? She could change L'Oreal, but it's like, you You're know. Right. Yeah. So anyway, that's my handedly. Yes. I love your high horse. Your high horse is beautiful. <laughs> I want to braid its mane and ride it. <laughs> yeah. We this get is- it out of makeup. Let's just start with yeah. that and then we can move on. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it seems to be like a confluence of or a convergence of like all these different conscious like that were smaller communities that were very conscious about, you know, specific things. And yeah. they in the last few years, they all seem to have converged into the same larger community of consciousness. Um, and that consciousness means multiple things like, you know, thinking about like consciousness of the universe, man, and then also <laughs> being conscious of, you know, with the duality and everything, being conscious of the way we're actually physically living as opposed to, you know, consciously experiencing this yep. reality. The collective is connected in this way. It has not been. I read people all the time and they're they're telling me. Um, I just went vegetarian. I'm trying to go vegan and I'm just like beautiful. This is because this is like, granted, yes, I talk about it on here sometimes, but for the most part, people are finding their way to it on their own right now. Cause I just think it's a lot of raw nerves. We're a lot more sensitive to certain things. Well, I also yeah. think COVID did something very interesting because I actually checked on uh, Facebook. I was like, are any vegans getting COVID because of all those meat things? And a bunch are. So I was like, okay, so that, that's not the right theory. <laughs> yeah. um, so I was like, okay, that would, that would have been, I would have, I would have fixed everything. That would are any vegans thing. with shungite getting COVID? <laughs> yes! That could be it. That could be it. Um, so, but I also feel like this, like even now this stopping, which is exactly what it is. Stop and look in the mirror. What are you doing? What's it? I'm already nervous to go back because I can't go back to the pace I was at. Now I see I'm doing artwork. I'm doing creative stuff, which by the way, for some reason, I think art is very important to the world right now. And I know people would be like, art, what are you talking about? But I think part of this change into the age of Aquarius, maybe the brain is going to become the 3D printer. And we need the artists that can see it first. For some reason, I feel like everybody should be doing art. Um, but I feel they, they have become connected for a couple of reasons. Uh, the word empath has sort of become okay. Okay, somewhat. Uh, I see a lot of comics making fun of it now. Uh, uh, but I think it's becoming like a lot of people are like, oh, that's what's wrong with me. And they're right. Because even with all this EMF and everything, people are very, um, it's much more sensitive. So maybe in a weird way, our own destruction is our own saving with this making people that. But also, the once you put it on the podcast, and I know you guys are getting emails like this, and Ryan, you've probably been getting them for years. But it was like, once we went into COVID here, it's like the they're adding dimensions, okay? They're adding dimensions. The veil is getting thinner. I know how my apartment settles. I know how it creaks in the wind. I know everything. All of a sudden, it's different. Like something very different is going on in here. And I said it on my podcast. Sure enough, emails. I thought I was crazy. So the more that we are verbal with this, the more that people are like, She's right. They may not be totally on board. They still might think I'm a little paranoid or crazy, 
but there's bits and pieces in there where people are going, she's right, I do feel like that. Uh, this crystal did make me feel yucky. Um, I do need to space myself from these people. So little things I think are happening organically, including you were talking about animals. I have so many plants now and I literally have to talk to them for five minutes before I take off a little piece to make a new one. I literally have to be like, yes, I won't keep you far away. So you guys can talk, but I'm going to put you in another <laughs> My box. God, I am taking my mom's um, one. It's the purple heart plant. I think it's purple heart, but they're so easy because they make the little tiny lavender or they're, they're like a violet color and they smell like roses. I was going to snap some and stick them in this flower bed. And I went down to snap them and, and they were, they knew what I was coming for. And they were like, no, it's too far away. And I was just like, <laughs> I'm seriously going to go out and buy more of this plant because this is family and they will be I on the know. other side of the house. I know it's, it's wild, but everybody has that right now. That's why I, I, I keep looking into what's going to go on with trailers and stuff like that. And, uh, because I would like my own land or my own hydroponics to do it or whatever, I'll figure it out. Damn. That is Karen and so I were talking cool. not too long ago about like trying to go off grid. And, uh, we had like <laughs> a long conversation on her podcast about, <laughs> Uh, which will come out later, I'm sure. But uh, about and I, and I was like, oh, I've looked into this. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've done way too much research into like homesteading and off the grid living and things like that. And Whoa. Joshua Tree is probably one of the best places to buy land, but that's the desert. But you can also get really cheap land in like Arrowhead. Although I'm kind of out on that still. But um, uh, just from creatures in the woods, I don't need to be fucking needing as my neighbors. But um, <laughs> I do wonder, like, if you think. Have you noticed, I mean, because you've been doing paranormal investigations longer than I have, you, you've been reading tarot for years um, and, you know, been doing Reiki for a long time. Um, have you noticed the like influx of uh, witches or just, and then not just witches, but like also other people kind of coming into this stuff? Like, when did you think, when do you think it really started? And, and was there a period and has COVID and specifically Trump, has it really ignited it? Um, I, you know, that's an interesting question. I don't know when my readings, and it could be the last couple of years, really went from 3D readings, like, will I get the job? Will he ask me out? To what is my place in the universe kind of getting bigger? Um, so I don't know if I could say a when. Uh, I do know, and this actually would make sense, is you and I were doing this for many, many years. And Mike Brody, we were sort of way back when it wasn't cool to be an investigator or whatever happened. Now, I every comedian I see goes up is I read tarot cards or and I'm an empath, which probably is true because it would all lend itself. Somebody overly sensitive would do comedy and would do all these things, but there's sort of an out of the closet thing happening right now, which I think is good. Um, I really think the ghost shows broke this open for people that were somewhat a little bit interested. Good show, whether you like them or not, but I really feel like it's internal. Like I would, I would have been totally okay to do that to my plants two years ago. There'd be a thousand of them. But something, especially since we all stopped, since COVID make us all stop. And that's where um, there are moments in this where I'm like, I got to get out of here. What am I doing? Long meditations where I'm getting messages. But I think um, it's happening from the outside in now, which is why people are way more in tune now. But I do think 
um, as much as I hate to say it, TV and the internet made it okay for people. Podcasting made it okay for people to have their secret listen of what they really believed. And I think it's funny because I am a Reiki master. Um, I kind of got away from it a little while ago, um, but I feel like we've gotten a couple of downloads that everyone has gotten. And Jessa Reed talks about this a lot. While back, we all got the download of discernment where you can kind of know when somebody's lying or you know when something doesn't feel right. And the other one is the healing one, which um, in fact, I just interviewed an, a energy archeologist that reads your bones and it blew my mind. Wow, and I've never heard of that. I'll give you her, you gotta have her on your podcast. She was amazing. Yes. And I had never heard healing at this energetic level or uh, what she was talking about. And I think she's the new, she's the, on the edge of the next thing. And she's great. She's like, I didn't make this. It's how the universe works. And I was like, yeah, she has a school, but I've been reading for people that um, a new kind of breed. And most of them come through Jess's podcast uh, that are kind of like, what's my place in the earth? And am I this kind of alien? And it's been exciting and this new sort of thing. And there was a bunch of them that I was telling them, you're a healer, but it, I don't have the name. We don't have the name yet of what I'm trying to tell you you're going to do. And then this yeah. lady was on the podcast and I was like, this is what I'm trying to tell these people. This is deeper than Carolyn Miss. This is, a, I was like, this is what I was trying to say that I couldn't say. So there I are, think, yeah, everybody's getting yeah. that way. Yeah, there are so many weird alien things popping up that I have never seen before in people. Um, so many different things. I saw a portal the other day reading this person and it was gorgeous. It was indigo colored, which is also the color I keep seeing with the new souls coming in. Like wow. if I read somebody and they're going to have a baby soon, I can see the baby with them. And it's all, it's just indigo kids coming in right now. But um, this portal and even just like the, cause I'll see stuff and I'll be like, I've, that's an alien. I had no idea this kind even existed. I don't know if they've even been sniffing around our, our world and I don't even know how long, but it's wild. And they all seem divided as well. Like they all have different agendas. And I have so many people whose aliens are attached to them, but haven't been around to guide them or it's, I don't even know what it is yet. You know, it's that like I, so much. Know, I talked to that lady and she brought up a whole new thing. And Ryan, you might be on the same level as me like i think we're alien dna i think that's where we came from is that your boat ryan too that's an interesting that is an interesting uh you know theory that i'm not not on uh, no no it's not that i'm not on I, it i like I, i'm not one of the people that has um you know discarded that as as true i mean it's a lot to try to process um for sure and but at the same time i think of it this way like what's the difference? Cause I am into what is it? It's called like sperm, something sperm, some scientific word that starts with sperm, like spermatesia, or I can't believe I can't remember it, but it's the theory that many scientists uh, ascribe to is that human life started on earth uh, from a meteor crashing with a quote unquote alien, not of earth DNA. And it was the introduction of this new DNA that is alien to the planet earth that started human life and started a lot of life. And I do, you know, there's a difference because I think what you're talking about is a big difference between like, you know, people <laughs> want to talk about the watchers on the wall and, you know, or, or like the Anunnaki 
you know, with Jeremiah Sitchin, which who, I mean, I can't get on board with Sitchin and like the Anunnaki and like, you know, might these aliens mining the earth for gold and then breeding. And then a couple of the Anunnaki like breaking free and saying, we're going to have, you know, fallen angels essentially is what they were having in giants, having sex with human women, therefore causing like these, or, or these fallen angels having sex with human women, causing the birth of giants. Right. And there is evidence in bones and you can, search newspapers of giant bones being uncovered on earth uh, in the last 150 years. It's been in newspapers. Um, but I don't, I'm not on board with that. Like that we have alien DNA because we were, you know, specifically bred to mine gold on earth for this other planet that needed it. Cause it was dying. No, That's hell no. That. I'm not on board with that, <laughs> but I do think, I do think that there is, it's probably very likely that there is, alien DNA of different kinds rampant uh, yes. in different people on earth for sure. Here's what, here's what I heard, Karen, when you said, Ryan, you and I are in the same boat, blah, blah, alien DNA. What I thought you were saying is you and I are both definitely aliens, Ryan. And I was about to say, Oh, Ryan is definitely an alien. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I, I do like the idea that we all are. Yeah. There's a, um, I see what we're, um, and you're really good Ryan, Ryan about possibilities. I had a, a UFO reading and the lady told me, in fact, it's a it's kind of a funny joke in my act where she goes, there's a race of aliens called Palladians and they're a peace-loving people with smooth skin and they're beautiful. You're not one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, But uh, she described, she said, you're from Orion. You're one of the Orions. And uh, I have a whole bit on this that makes me laugh because she was like, you're a captain. And I was like, oh, someone's taking me seriously finally. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> And she gave me this book and she said, look up the Orions and they had weird blue eyes. The only aliens with a sense of humor and they were all vegan. And I was like, wait, what, what? So it was a little, I mean, I know that's just three things, but it the whole book was kind of like, what? But um, what you're talking about, I read a lot of books on the Orions now and the Orion council. And I find it very, um, they don't seem like aliens. They seem almost like angels in that they're just about love and, and it's a very spiritual thing. But what you were saying is what the octopus, I'm obsessed with the octopus because the octopus DNA doesn't match anything on this planet. They think it came down on a meteorite uh, and they're probably the smartest animal on, you know what I mean? Like they're really yeah. yeah especially when they found that they can, rearrange their dna yeah the They're fact that they can rearrange animals. their genetic yeah. coding which is shape-shifting yeah oh, and yeah, of yeah, course yeah. i'm obsessed with shape-shifting so you uh so you have a creature we have scientific evidence of a creature that can shape-shift so therefore shape-shifting is or morphing it's it's no longer the you know the talk of of total whack jobs like me, right? Yes. Um, it is scientifically <laughs> proven that in at least one creature and, you know, and then the conspiracy part of my brain is always like, well, they've known this information. So we know it now. So they've known it a lot longer than we know it. How are they incorporating the shape-shifting DNA into practical uses, right? Or for their uh, needs and wants and et cetera, et cetera. And that's not to say they've figured that shit out because uh, no. I'm not saying that they have to use it as like weapons and, and all that kind of shit or whatever. But 
but it is, I do think that when you talk about the octopus or the octopi and these discoveries of creatures that don't seem to fit here on earth, um, it, and, you know, and then finally the government, you know, after 70 plus years in the last year and a half, the government has been acknowledging UFOs in a more real way, which um, the mainstream media has never taken seriously, even though the evidence has been there for over 70 years in front of everybody's faces. For years, I've been telling people, if you deny the existence of UFOs, you might as well tell me the earth is flat. Right. You, You haven't, you, you refuse to acknowledge the evidence that we have now. Although I'm reading this book right now called maybe we're wrong by Chuck Klosterman. And there's, it's made me realize there's no way for us to honestly say that we are 100% right, 100% uh, 100% correct about anything in the present moment. Because 500 years from now, people are going to look back on us. And if we make advancements and we keep learning and becoming better and all this and evolving, 500 years from now, hopefully people will look back on us and be like, wow, they were so primitive. They thought they knew this. They thought gravity was this and et cetera, et cetera, right? And I think right now we're on the cusp of like a major, of what's happening is it's like a very difficult breakthrough and all these people are becoming awakened to their own empowerment through magic and paranormal investigations and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah, so I'm thinking it's all tied together. Yeah, I hope that they do find us primitive, but you know, it's interesting if, you look back at um, Pompeii, that was a very advanced civilization. Like, I wonder if we really haven't advanced at all. Like when they go into the Egyptian pyramids and they find out there was a light system or like a power system, like, cause we think, oh, those people were, you know, playing with sticks. All they had was sticks and fire. I wonder if that's not true. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh- if you, if people are familiar with the work of Graham Hancock, the, he's got a great book called Fingerprints of the Gods. And he's got a follow-up called Magicians of the Gods, which I haven't read yet. It's on my shelf, but it's like 550 pages. And it's like a fucking textbook, right? <laughs> right. Um, but it's so dense with interesting information. And he's a legit researcher uh, and a great writer. And he talks in the, the premise of the book is that an advanced, advanced race of humans were wiped out by the Great Flood. Because every religious system has the theory or has that story of the great flood. Uh, It doesn't matter. And these are people who weren't connected to each other at all at this time. And they all have in their mythology, in their history, the story of the great flood wiping out most of the people that live there or that were their people. And so he figured it out. He, He needed a smoking gun and he didn't have it in the first book. But between the first book and the second book, he found the smoking gun, the scientific evidence of a cataclysmic, um, you know, solar event or space event that caused the Great Flood. And it was a meteor that hit Earth. This is and, so weird. Yeah. Meteorite, four days. You know, I once got hit by a meteorite when I was in a rental car. Wait, what? 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 I did. And by the way, I had a little light and the light went out. So I'm not fading like a vampire. I just wait a second. (laughs) Wait a second. I've known you for how many years? And I'm just now finding out that you were hit by a meteorite. Well, here's the thing I was working in Oklahoma with this other comic 
And, uh, you know, Oklahoma's flat as anything, right? Yeah. If you, and, I feel uh, like yeah, if you jump off the ground in Oklahoma, you may never come back down because it's that's so flat. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> we're driving and there's all these barriers cause they're working on the freeway or something. And we're, we're driving. So I think there was one lane or two, so we have nowhere to go. Right. And we're just going straight. And, and he's talking and I see way high in the sky. I see this little black dot and it comes down and I go, what the hell is that? And it hits the ground. And this is how lucky this guy was. It hits the ground coming from, I don't, you could not have launched this. I was thinking who would, what was that construction? Somebody threw it. It was coming so high and it hits the ground. And on the, he's in the driver's side. This is the place where the windshield is and the part that goes up the windshield. And this thing comes and it skids all the way across the hood and goes back up, right? Half inch, he's dead. Half inch is through the windshield. You're but it has this trajectory. Like it, it goes, whoosh, and probably killed Whoa. someone. Probably killed someone somewhere else. But I was like, what? Like you couldn't have catapulted that the way I saw it coming. And my father was like, well, that was a meteorite. You probably got a piece of a meteorite. And, and I'll never forget that. And I didn't even, it was just so like, it took me a couple of days. Cause I was like, who would, how would you throw a boulder that high? Who would throw a boulder that high yeah. into the sky? And it went, and we're so lucky it was at that cost me a thousand dollars. You're freaking me out right now. Because no, I know. Isn't that weird? You just it's described the exact events that I experienced Right. Uh, late uh, around just before Christmas time of last year in Ohio. But instead of a meteorite, it was a tire that flew off someone's car uh, going the other way on the freeway. They, uh, the entire tire became detached. And the way you described it is exactly how I describe it to people. It came what? across. It came across from my left to right driver's side. And even the way you described, you know, the frame of the car going over the windshield. And then it comes across from driver's side to passenger side, hits the car, huge dent, and then ramps up off the, uh, I get, the, yeah, that, on the passenger side. Be, they, they, that must be the design of the car that helps it. Because had I been in the first hit, this would just be death. The first bounce would have just been, but it hit and it came... And you know, the other comic never gave me the $500. <gasps> Shady. <laughs> I know, I know. But I, it just, this? the way it ripped across that hood and when I, it was, it was one of those moments where, you know, there's divine forces because it's a half inch either way. And half inch either way, I'm dead. I'm mm -hmm. not here right now, a half an inch because it shatters the windshield. Oh, but, uh, that's crazy. That's like the exact same thing with a different piece. Yeah, wow. but but I I wonder if there's more meteorites or, you know, shit like that happens. I think it. Yeah, all the time, all the time. I mean, there's like space debris or, or uh, you know, not just man-made, but that you know, most of it I think, from what I can remember, burns up on reentry. Yeah, because I don't know how big it was, but I just remember. And why I was probably, I, there's nothing to look at. Maybe that's why I was staring into the sky. I probably should have had my eyes on the road. <laughs> but it was like, a, I guess a black dot. And it, but it was very weird. That's Damn, crazy. this is some Mothman shit, you guys. This is blowing <laughs> Oh, don't get Karen started on the Mothman. Karen is like, Mothman. Karen's number <laughs> one expert on Mothman. Oh Mothman's God. number like, one for Karen. 
Yeah, Karen, we voice. have to we have to hang out and do all these things. My brother has this wild hair where he's as soon as we are free to roam again, he wants to book like we're going to stay at Lizzie Borden's house, but we're he's renting the whole oh. place. Well, and it's he's great. I've whole, been there. Yes. Yeah, we've never been the Elmira, the insane asylum in Elmira, or something, the old hospital. I think it's we can Elmira. all we can all book Lizzie Borden's. It's Ooh, a bed let's and breakfast. do it. Yeah, that's it's, what that's yeah. what my aunt said. Yeah. We Let's do, do some of this. I mm-hmm. want to go get spooked out. Nothing scares me anymore. Ryan knows this. I had my freaking awakening and I can't even enjoy Halloween Horror Nights. So I have to go where there are real ghosts. We got, we should do that. That's a nice, easy, affordable one. Very Ooh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. God, this is so, I wish we were all in the same place and not quarantined. You're so freaking wonderful. Oh, well, thank you. That, that <laughs> conversation, you guys are both these kind of people. Like the first encounter I ever had with Ryan, I walked away as though I just got supercharged. And that talk I had with you on the phone that day, I was like, I was like manic on fire afterwards. Oh, look at the so, dog in the back is walking. There's something, there's something walking behind you. There's a small <laughs> creature. No, it was yeah. your dog. It was the dog. Oh, she's got her sweater and she's a little golden girl. Now she's in Florida. She's probably thinking about pooping on the floor because she makes zero effort now. Well, we are, unfortunately, we are out of time on this one. Um, Karen, this has been wonderful. We're going to have to have you back again because there's so much more to talk about. Let's remind people that they can get your tarot class online. Let's let them know where they can get all that stuff. You can go to paranormalkaren.com or karenrontowski.com and use the coupon code paranormal karen all one word all capitals for 50 bucks off wow uh, yes and paranormal karen is my podcast and uh and ryan i just sent in hopefully you'll be on the show the 23rd i'm waiting that's at flappers uh, a live stream show it's a zoom or zoom yeah yeah yeah. zoom at flappers so yeah cool well yeah so fun this was so fun and uh karen where can they find you on instagram uh at rontowski i looked how many rontowskis there's less than one it said less than one rontowskis in karen rontowski <laughs> so if you if you look you just put in karen rontowski at rontowski instagram or uh, oh i keep forgetting sign up for my newsletter i only send out about one every couple months uh but that's the best way to keep up on everything because social media is so spread out it's Hard. Yes. Yeah, Agreed. Hard. We have a newsletter coming out probably the day this drops. So we'll right. have to, oh yeah, we'll get all those links. I'll put a bunch of them in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. That'll be great. Um, yeah. yeah. So this has been fun. You can find us at this is where the magic happens.com. You can find me at rice Singh. You can find Angela at lovable. Uh, you can find us at where magic happens on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you can find us on Twitter, magic moment, uh, on Facebook, all that stuff. There's just so many things. Yeah. Um, so go yeah, write us a review. Write us go a write review. us a review. Send us Five a screenshot. Yeah, yeah. Yes, please. And um, we're, we're having a drawing next week. I'm going to announce whoever wins. Oh, free psychic greeting. You're, it never expires. If you write us a review, you go in this pot. I keep you forever. So yeah, keep get a free forever. psychic greeting. Forever. Tell you about your aliens. <laughs> we're collecting souls. Well, this we has been really anything. fun. And um, uh, yeah, so Karen, thanks again for joining thanks, us. Guys. And so uh, lovely. And everybody, just remember one thing. This shit is real. <laughs> <laughs>